0: We're doing this series on Galatians, and uh, it's Paul's letter to the churches that he started in the region called Galatia. It was a Roman province. It's now located in central Turkey, and if you were here at the beginning... Um, I took I took you to Galatia with pictures and the whole thing, and showed you where Paul traveled and the churches that he started and the unbelievable things that happened. Where Paul went from the spectrum, everything from being stoned and left for dead in a little town called Lystra, where his companion Timothy was from, to uh, being worshipped as a god. And everywhere in between, it was this remarkable experience. And so Paul went and started all these churches in these towns in the region of Galatia. Then Paul leaves, and after he left... Because Paul was Jewish and very good at his Jewish faith, uh, but then he he didn't know Christ, and so he was kind of locked in a religious system. And he was so locked into this system that he went out and oppressed people, persecuted, even approved of stoning. Stoning people for not following his faith. Of course, then Paul has his aha moment where he wakes up, as it were, and sees the light, and literally has his come-to-Jesus moment, Acts chapter 9. And after he has this, his life is changed. And now he goes around spreading the news, the good news, about the freedom that we have in Christ. Not that you have to be bound to a religion, but that God wants to be in a relationship. Now, how many know rules are okay to a point? Everybody look here. But if you're in a relationship... The rules only go so far. We've talked about this, right? So if you're ever out on a date night and you have a rule book like a manual, let's see, she smiled. uh, uh, Smile back, right? You're toast, bro. You get to that level, you're toast. You got to follow here. How many know what I'm talking about? God has a relationship, wants a relationship with you. And so this is Paul's message. But the people came after Paul. Paul left. And they came after him, and they're upset because Paul isn't throwing the manual at them, isn't making them be circumcised, doesn't care about some of the rules. By the way, if you read Jesus, Jesus moved us on from that system. It was Jesus that moved us on from the rules to the Spirit, right? Now, then, towards the end of Galatians, Paul has to say, but... Everybody say, but... This is the important part. You are, he you're free. You're free. You're free, but. Everybody say, but. So anybody send your kids to college yet? Have you got to that point? All right. Uh, how about, remember going to college? You're free, baby. You're free, all right? Anybody make some mistakes, mistakes right around that point right there? That's about where the ship turned, all right? You go to college, you show up to class, and you're free, How many remember this? You show up to the class, and the professor, you learn in the first class that the professor, he or she doesn't care if you come to class. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know what you did, but I was gone. You don't care if I come to class? No, you don't have to come. I don't have to come at all? No. I don't have to come into this room at all. No, just to take the test at the end. I said, "Have a good semester, sir. I will see you in 13 weeks." Anybody with me? Anybody do college like I did? Some of you are lying in its church. You're lying in its church. That's how you did college, right? So freedom can be good, but freedom, if right, how many are with me? So Paul writes this letter in Galatia about how did. Be free, but then kind of at the end, he has to throw the but in there. But, and the professor says, but if you don't ever come, you might not get a good grade. If you don't come, there will be consequences. You, you, you will miss certain things. So it's your choice. What I want to do is talk about the letter of Galatians, and I want to tie it into what in America we are celebrating today is our day of freedom, our Independence Day. And if I do a good job, we'll link them together. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I think we should start here. All of us should just pause and be thankful for our freedom. Freedom at so many levels. We should just stop and be grateful. And here's the thing. Think about this. The greatest things that we have in life, the greatest things that we have in life, we most easily take for granted. We most easily take for granted our closest relationships. We most easily take for granted our health. When you have your health and you have your relationships around you, and when you have the freedom, then what you do is you move on to small things. You start to complain and nitpick about small things. All of us do it. I'm not even going to ask for hands. We all do it. We move to nitpicking. Don't we hate nitpickers, by the way? But that's what we do because we, we get caught up in the greatest things that you have. You and I have. God gave us uh, life and then he gave us this unbelievable gift of freedom. He created us free. We can choose this or we can choose that. And sometimes the greatest things, because they're so ingrained in who we are, we don't even recognize them as a gift. If you're raising kids in in your house, you you realize this. They take a lot of things for granted. Huh? They take a lot of things for granted. Because they're always there, they've always been there. Because you've always been free and it's a gift that God gave you. It's easy to take for granted, just as a human being. Second for the privilege of living in a free country. All it takes is a little bit of travel to a few other places to realize that this is an unbelievable gift. There are a lot of people. We could be in a lot of different countries. There would be no female drummer up here. There would be no female song leader reading Scripture up here. There would be none of that in many places on this particular planet. Now, pause, pause. Before you get too proud, we're going to be proud in a minute. All right, chill. But before you get too proud and and think that there's some special thing that you did to deserve to be born or to live in a free country, a lot of people don't get any choice at all. They are where they are. They were born where they were born. Young women, all over, uh, young women all over this planet, under, under the same sun that you and I look up at every day, young women all over this planet cannot go to school. They can't go to school. They're not allowed to go to school. They've been shot. They've been tortured. They've been raped for going to school. I'm not trying to be dramatic this morning, but I think if there's anything that we're going to do, we have to stop, just stop and say, God, thank you that we're free. It's not perfect. The world we live in, I'm not trying to say it's perfect. I think we can always get better, right? In order to form a more perfect union, right? How many know we always got to get better? We got to get better. We got to get better. We got to get better. But we got to stop and say, thank you today, before you go any further, will you just stop and say, thank you, God. Thank you that I'm just free because I'm a human being. Free to choose. Why did God make us free? Think about this. God made us free because he, the whole system is built on love. The whole system. And we can only love if we're free to not love. If God pre-programmed us to only choose right, to only choose good, to only choose relationship with our creator, to only choose, then there would be no love. My, my, my little niece had this little doll one time and you would like pull the string in the back or push the button. I can't remember, but she pushed the button and, and it would affirm you. It was like a little affirming doll. And it would say, I love you. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then you push the button again and it says, you look pretty. And he pushed the button again and say, I love you. And, and it's kind of cute, like once or twice, but like three days into it, how many know I just took that doll? No, I mean, it was, it was cute for a while. But, I mean, after a while, what you realize is there is no what? There's no sincerity. There isn't a, the doll doesn't think about it after you push the button and go, well, you know, I'm not feeling it today. It's pre-programmed. You are not pre-programmed. Anybody ever do this to like a little kid? You see them across the room and you get down on your knees and you're like, you're like going for it and you expose yourself. You're like, Come here. And they go like this and they go. <laughs> see, there, There's God. He's down like this and sometimes you run to him and sometimes we turn away. The possibility of love. Freedom is all about the possibility of relationship. And so... Paul writes in his letter about our freedom and it's something that God gave us and something that Christ exposed to us. We talked about this last week, how religion and the rules and all of this and much of the structure of what you and I call the Old Testament was like training wheels. It's in Galatians later in the third chapter where it talked about they were like guardians or shepherds and these rules and relate, it got us to a certain point. It got us to Christ. Training wheels are great, but God made you to be free. Training wheels are amazing, but not unless you want to cut a corner. There's another level. And so today, what I want to do, focus on for a couple of minutes, is the responsibility of freedom. You know this? To whom much is given, much is required. You heard this? To whom much is given, much is required. So if we have been given a lot of freedom, we certainly must have a what? Heavy responsibility. Not only was I reading Galatians, reading scripture this week, um, I, I, I found myself going back and reading you know, the Declaration of Independence and reading the story behind the Declaration of Independence and, and all of what went into it. And a lot of what went into it was um, the idea that all men were created what equal. equal. Now, I don't know. I don't know if they just put all men are created equal because they were excluding women or if it was short for mankind. I don't know. I'm assuming it was short for mankind. But certainly, stay, everybody be cool. <laughs> Very cool, right? But certainly, they didn't think that it included women because from the get-go, they didn't have the right to vote. All men are created equal. Certainly, they didn't think it included People with dark skin, because they were still not equal, they were going to be what? Slaves. Slaves. You notice the inherent hypocrisy in our own... I know, don't be mad. Don't be mad. It's just there. It's just inherent hypocrisy. Like we knew the words to say, we didn't have the guts to live it out. In other words, responsibility is and has always been freedom is always a responsibility when you hand your your son or daughter the keys to the car huh how many of you had this experience before how many just went into hibernation for a few days like i just don't want to know i don't want to know this is an unbelievable freedom right they can turn left or they can turn right they can drive 40 or they can drive 80 they, I mean, they're free. Unless some of you real controlling dads put a governor on your car, but other than that, they're free. They can do. And so what you immediately try to do, think about this, you immediately try to coach with the handing of the keys is responsibility. Freedom with responsibility. Freedom with what? Responsibility. So it's as if God has handed us the keys and he's now, but, but. I think I've told you this. My dad was the most easygoing person that you have ever met. I mean, I crashed everything he owned, right? I crashed the forklift. I crashed the snowmobile. I, cra- I crashed my mini bike. I crashed everything he had, right? Including one of his cars. And I remember the day, because my dad always taught us drive this, try this, do this. But I remember the day that I finally got my license. And he handed me the, and this was just not his nature. This is just not what he did. Because he was just, go out there. He hands me the keys, and he says, I mean, he never paused to talk about anything. He goes, be careful with these. And it was just his way. See, it's how how many years later, and I still remember it. These can kill you, and these could kill somebody else. It was just enough of a pause for me to lock it in. God is saying, this is important, be careful with this freedom. Be careful. Paul writes more specifically, brothers and sisters, you are called to be free, but, remember that word? Everybody say, but. but. You are free. But. But. Do not use your freedom to what? Indulge. One, two, three, let's say it together. Indulge. One, two, three. indulge. Indulge, indulge is a dairy, dairy queen word. I you know what indulge means? It's like you know, what, you know what indulge means. Why get small when you can get large? Why get one mix-in when you can get two mix-ins? Does anybody know? Indulge. Don't you? You can, but don't. I remember. I remember when I was a kid growing up in Flint. I had this little marble bag. It wasn't a little marble bag. And I remember putting things in there. And me and my buddy Stu, we used to save save up money so we could go to the corner station, the gas station in the corner, and buy Pop Tarts. I remember just just putting. And we started, we, had a, we found a, a dime in the parking lot. And it was all bent up. You ever seen one of those all bent up? And we called it the Bent Dime. And it was the seed money to our Pop-Tart fund. How many are with me on what I'm saying? I still, it was a brown, I still remember it. And we'd put money there, we'd find money or somehow we'd scrounge money from somewhere. And if we got enough money to buy Pop-Tarts, I mean, it was like jackpot. Anybody? Brown sugar cinnamon, how many know what I'm talking about? There's no question where we're going there, right? Don't talk to me about strawberry. And who, and, by, and I'll get back here to the, but, but who got the kind without the frosting? I mean, that's disgusting, right? When they did that, that was, it's like eating chalk, right? Now what? Look, once the bag was full, once there was enough money, we'd, 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 we'd buy the Pop Tarts. Now here's the thing you get older, I can buy all the Pop Tarts I want. I can buy all the junk food that I want, but it's not always what? Good. I'm free to, but it's not always what? Helpful. He goes, don't indulge, but rather, now this is important. Rather, what's the next word? Serve. Everybody say it together. Ready? Serve. The responsible thing to do with freedom is what? I don't have to. I don't have. People always use this word around church. What do I have to? Do I have to do this, Chris? Do I have to do this? And I always go, No,
1: no, you don't have to do it.
0: You don't have to do anything. Everybody, look up here and smile. You don't have to do anything. Nothing. I'm like the college professor. You don't even have to come here again ever. You're free. I mean, some people have a hard time grasping that, but you really are. Because some of you grew up like, like in a certain religious tradition. I won't name any of them, so no one gets offended. But you know what I mean? Like, I have to go. I have to go. The lightning's going to strike. I'm going to go to hell. No, you don't. So you're free. But what do you use your freedom for? To build your own castle, to make yourself great, to put others down? Or do you use it to what? this is huge the entire law the entire law evidently somebody counted 613 of them not just the big 10 613 the entire thing is summed up the cliff notes speaking of college anybody cliff note people out there yes you were cheaters the cliff notes the cliff notes ready love your neighbor what as you love yourself love your neighbor like i don't know if i'm doing it right then if i don't know all the just is it is it loving there's only one question you have to ask for every action that you take there's only one question you have to ask is this what loving. Is this loving? If it's loving, it's good. Is this loving? How many know life's complicated and you start getting in the rule book and this and that, and you start trying to figure out what the rule says after a while it's complicated and you don't even know, but this is a question that you can almost always ask answer very simply. You get in a complicated situation. Should I do this or should I do that? And you say to yourself, is this loving? There's only one question. Is this the loving thing to do now? Right here, right now. Regardless of what has happened or who's hurt who or how we got here or what was involved in the past, the only question is, in light of everything that's gone on to get me to this point and to get us in this situation, the question is, is this the loving thing to do right now? Don't start saying, oh, yeah, but I got to pay that person back. And yeah, this person. No, no, no. Just, is this the loving? Boy, it starts to boil it down quick, doesn't it? I know the loving thing to do right now. The responsibility of freedom. Think about it now uh, more broadly. Think about it for us as a nation or a part of a nation that's been blessed with freedom. We still have a little ways to go in making sure that everybody is free. Do you know the principle, the key thing, the foundation under which freedom is built is the idea that all humans are equal? Let me say it again. The idea for freedom is the underlying foundation is the idea that all of us are equal, that men and women are equal, that black and white are equal, right? That if you're Arab and Jew and you're equal, you're equal. Paul writes us in his letter. He says, there is, in Christ, there is no male, female, slave, free, Jew, Gentile. There is no America and others. Don't say it on the 4th of July. No, no, that's the whole principle. Listen, the whole principle was that they, we wanted to be free from tyranny. Do you know the guy we were trying to be free from? Do you know his name? King George III. Yeah, of course. Oh, George. In our documents we call him a tyrant. Do you remember when Abraham gets his calling from God? He says, "I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you a great nation." And then what does God say? "And you will what? Be a blessing." Ready? The whole idea behind God blessing anybody or anything is so that they can take that blessing and what? Use it to serve others. Use it to serve others. If there's anything we should be thinking about today, I think as an American, you should be thinking about, thank you, and what should I do with this blessing? What should I do? How should I make sure that this blessing that I have, everyone gets to experience? To whom much is given, much is required. Sometime, do some perusing and read one of Paul's other letters, 1 Corinthians. And this is what he writes. He goes, I am free, but I'm not using this right. I have the right, but sometimes it's not right for me to use my rights. Think about what I'm saying. Do you know you're free to say anything you want to say? How many know it's not always right to use that right? Freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. Paul said, but but for the sake of others, I'm not going to, what? Are you ready? This is big, big boy talk. This is grown-up talk. Ready? It's not always right to use your Rights. Because sometimes it hurts other people. Sometimes you restrain yourself. You hold yourself back from what you could do because you you know it could hurt or it could harm other people, so you restrain. Do you remember when do you remember when God's people are leaving Egypt? They were slaves, and they're heading out of slavery. And Moses takes them out through the miracle, the plagues, all of this, the parting of the Red Sea. They travel through the wilderness, and they get ready to go into their promised land, right? And God has this unbelievable land for them and the story, and they're about to head in. And there's a long speech that Moses kind of gives to them to kind of remind them. The long speech that Moses gives them before they go into the promised land is, think of it this way, it's like the speech that you would give or that you received before you went to college. Did anybody get the speech? Right? It was like, okay, so you're going to be free. Okay, you're going to have the car. Okay, you're going to have the credit card or you're going to have this. And here's the deal. Anybody give or receive one of these talks? Anybody give or receive one of these talks? Okay just before you step into your free promised land, let me say something. It's called the book of Deuteronomy in the scripture. And it's just Moses just kind of giving that talk. And about the eighth chapter, this is what he says. Now, when you go into this land, land that you didn't build, right? When you go off to this college, a college you didn't build, a dorm you don't know anything about, on my dime, you know, you're going off, Dad, right? And, and a car that you know, I provide for, and I pay insurance for it, right? Anybody? Is it starting familiar, right? <laughs> Moses is going off, right? And he's letting him know. And he says, don't be arrogant. Don't think it was your power that produced this for you. Don't say it was my strength that got me here. Be humble. Be grateful. I call it patriotism gone wild. I'm not talking about guys with misfiring fireworks either. That's a whole other thing, right? I'm talking about when we take a blessing, listen, a privilege, a gift, and then we start to think it's something that we do that we deserved it. Instead, we get a towel on our arm, a serving towel. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like this. And we, we just say, no, it's my responsibility to use this freedom to serve others in our world or others in our neighborhood or others in our own country that don't have the same blessing that we have. Freedom is a responsibility. Before we go on, I want to say a prayer. but serving is always thinking about the greater good people that are in our military they're thinking beyond themselves they're thinking about the greater good it's people that are having uh, the courage to not be mean and and full of venom with their words Because they realize I could say this and I could say it to the other political party that I disagree with, but I'm not going to get caught up in the venom and just use whatever word I want to use. I want to be restrained. I want to serve in places I don't have to serve. I just want to serve in my community just because. I just want to serve in my church just because. I just want to do in my world just because. Just because... God has blessed me. Man, I wish I had a lot of time. We'll, we'll pick it up next week when we get back into Galatians. But Paul says this. He goes, now watch out for those spies. He said, there are people spying. Oh, what a 4th of July word, right? Spies. People, but, but in the churches, they were spies. Did you imagine like? coming in incognito. They're watching to see how free the people are acting in these churches, spying on their freedom. I saw a smile over there. I don't know if God approves. Um, I see this over here. I'm not sure. You ever see people spying on your faith? Huh? Anybody have some old, well, let's not do that. But old school friends like, no, I don't know the way you're doing the Jesus thing. That's a little too free for me. Paul goes, don't listen to that. You're free. Hold on to your freedom. Don't let somebody pull you back into a wrong system. But use your freedom responsibly. Use it to serve others. Maybe when you watch the fireworks or whatever you do, however you celebrate, and you clap and you guys have a good time, maybe at night when it gets quiet, if it ever gets quiet, Uh, but sometime (laughs) say a prayer and say something like this say dear God thank you for the freedom spiritual freedom political freedom personal freedom help me to do everything in my power to share this privilege with others in our world So that no person in our planet remains in bondage. Whether it's a girl in Pakistan, right? Or whether it's somebody that's subject to our own, now we know, slave trade, human trafficking in America, or whatever it is. We have a responsibility, not just to celebrate, right? But to serve.